Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This is not an offering to sell a franchise. Franchise offerings are made through the franchise disclosure document. Ask for details. Ready to own the number one staffing franchise that averages $5.4 million in revenue? Ranked as the number one staffing franchise by Entrepreneur Magazine for 11 straight years. Express is a proven franchise concept with nearly four decades of industry experience. With immediate market availability near you, the time to invest in an Express franchise is now. To learn more, visit ExpressFranchising.com. That's ExpressFranchising.com. Who? You. What? Buy Pit Vipers. When? Right f***ing now. Where? Pitviper.com. Duh. Why? Because your sunglasses are stupid and ugly.
Hi, welcome back to the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. It is Sunday, February 20th, our third show, since we're back on the air live. And we have Mario from Sirius Black on here tonight. We already recorded this interview. It's a little choppy uh, in the beginning with the Skype, but it picks up and gets a little better as we move along. But right there, we started things out with Tyrant off the Legions of Dead record, Warriors of Metal, a Metal Blade back in 1985. They put out two great records back-to-back. I mean, one in 85... And Too Late to Pray came out, I think, around the beginning of 87. They were solid records. And then about 10 years after that, it was the King of Kings. A little different sounding band, but still the tyrant that we know. And today, Hereafter came out in 2020. I believe we played this right before we stopped doing the live show. That came out on Shadow Kingdom Records. Uh, It features a brand new singer, not new to the scene, but new to the band. Robert Lowe took over the vocals from Greg's brother, Glenn. Uh, It looked like Glenn didn't want to play like he used to and get out there and perform, uh, so they kind of replaced him. It's a great record hereafter. It's more doomsy, you know, and I guess maybe they went that way because of Robert being in the band. Uh, But it was a solid record. Doesn't sound like the original Tyrant that we know, but a great album nonetheless. All right, let's jump into some more music. And we'll get the interview on in about a half hour or so. How about Enforcer with Treason?
right, that was Alias Mangala, a band out of North Carolina. They came out in the early 80s. This album came out in 1986. I remember buying a copy. I, I actually still have my copy of it. Bite the Metal in 1986. I don't know what happened to the band after that. I never heard anything about them ever again until about four or five years ago when Jeremy over at Heaven and Hell Records got in touch with the group and re-released this classic first record. He did a great job on it. All the Heaven and Hell releases really are. If you haven't picked anything up by that label, uh, check their website out. They come up with all these great bands from the late 80s, early 90s that kind of went unnoticed and give their albums a re-release. So check it out. Right before that, we had Metal Church with Battalions. I remember the last time I spoke, uh, spoke with Kurt Vanderhoof was right after Mike Howe joined the band again. Mike committed suicide about a year ago. Uh, when we were talking, you know, about Mike coming back to the band, Kurt has said that, you know, if anything happens and it doesn't work out in the future, I don't think I'm going to keep the band going. I'm not, you know, he didn't want to go through the whole thing of getting another singer for Metal Church that kind of bothered him that he even had the three that he had. Uh, you know, he didn't want to do it again. But with Mike, you know, Metal Church has picked up so much steam after Mike rejoined. I mean, I don't know if he is reconsidering it. They're going to keep it going. I saw on Facebook that they posted they were going to have, I guess, like a band meeting and discuss what, what you know what the future was of the band. I don't know. I mean, I, they could go back to Ronnie Monroe. Ronnie's a great singer, and I love a lot of the stuff he does. I just wasn't a big fan of the Ronnie Monroe era of Metal Church. Uh, you know, Kurt is a great songwriter. Like him and Wolf Hoffman, they are so underrated with, in what they do musically, in my opinion. So I, I kind of hope he does keep it going, but I'm also not a fan of getting another singer in there and doing it again. You know, and speaking of Metal Church, I came across a video on YouTube. Uh, this had to be last year when the show wasn't on the end. I, I wasn't able to get on and talk with anybody. I think it was from like 1983, one of the earliest shows that the band uh, did, and, you know, with David Wayne on vocals. And holy shit, I think it was. Uh, I forgot what song. It's either Metal Church or... I don't remember what song it was. I think there were a couple on there, but I think I heard them doing Metal Church live, and David Wayne absolutely killed it. I mean, I mean, I started the poor quality because it was a videotape from the 80s, you know, that somebody made. It wasn't like a cell phone or any high-tech equipment. You could hear his voice. I mean, he hit every note. It sounded like the studio version. What a... What a go on YouTube, just look for like an old Metal Church show. It'll pop up somewhere in there. It was absolutely amazing. I play it all the time, but I just wish I could remember who posted it, but I'm not really like a big YouTube person. All right, let's get back to the music right now. Troy and our good friends from England, they released a new version last year of Stormchild. Uh, this was on their EP from 2017, the self-titled Stormchild EP, and they put up a new version of it last year on Falling Off the Edge of the World. We're going to play that for everybody right now. This is another version of that song. Hopefully we'll get more new music by these guys. I wasn't able to play anything off that record because, like I said, we weren't doing the live show at the time, so it's good to get back to it. Here you go, Troying, Stormchild.
right, that was the band Snow White. They only had that one release back in 1985. They say it's an EP, but really, it's only two songs. Actually, it is three songs, but the first song is like a one-minute, uh, you know, musical intro into the first song, the real first song on the record. I reached out to the singer Brian Nuss years ago about coming on the show, and we can never just make it happen. He's a pilot. He also had, does something with, with vineyards uh, where he lives now, I guess, in California. And, you know, but now he works like a major airline, so he does a lot of flying. And I have to reach out to him again now that the show is back up and running and try to see if we can work around his schedule, get him on here. I would love to talk to him. All right, we got a lot of music today. We're going to play a couple of more songs. I'm going to get to an interview with Mario. Right before that, Motorhead Killed by Death, and we started out that set with Troyan and Stormchild. A lot of great releases coming out this year. It's going to be a busy year for metal. All those bands that were holding off for the last 24 months, waiting for things to get better so they can go out and play or go on tour behind their new music are all starting to release everything right now. So start saving your lunch money because it's going to be a really expensive year buying all these releases and hopefully a lot of these groups will be able to get out and play live. Uh, the two I know I'm looking forward to in the chat, we were just talking about the new Jack Panzer record. That should be out in the next couple of months. Uh, if you're friends with Mark on Facebook, he's already got the brand new shirts of the album cover packed up. You can't really see what it is, but it looks the little bit you can see looks pretty cool and he'll announce the name of that record real soon. Another one I cannot wait for is the brand new Clovenhoof Time Assassin. It's coming out in a couple of weeks. I'm going to try to get Lee back on the show. Uh, I love talking with him. I tell you, when, when they told me they were getting George Cole in the band from Aska, I was like, I don't know. You bring an American guy in. George is a great singer, but you bring an American guy into a traditional British metal band, especially one of the new wave of British heavy metal bands. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to work out. And when that first record came out, it absolutely blew me away, I have to say. And then the one after that, and this new one, I'm sure is going to be the exact same thing. So I cannot wait. All right, let's see what we can play for everybody right now. How about a little white line, Fight to Survive? We'll do one or two more tunes after that, and then we'll jump into an interview with Mario.
Valkyrie, Screams of the Aggressor. Joe Gregory can still hit those high notes. They're working on new music right now, I believe, and I also know that they're going to be playing at the Legions of Metal Festival in Chicago. Hopefully it'll go off this year. A lot of these festivals have had to keep postponing it and rescheduling it because of the pandemic. Hopefully it'll take place and all those bands will be able to get up there and play live for everybody. All right, we're going to get to the interview with Mario from Sirius Black in about a minute. Uh, I just saw yesterday that Dave Medichetti was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Hopefully they caught it early and he'll be able to kick its ass and get out there and start performing live again. The man is a national treasure. I tell you, he still sounds great and he's playing better than ever. So even though Y&T don't have a lot, if any, of the original <laughs> members left in the group, a lot of them have passed away already. Uh, I think Dave is one, probably one of the last ones. Uh, but hopefully he'll get out there and continue to keep on playing. All right, let's play some Serious Black right after the song. We'll go right into an interview with Mario.
but uh, I think it will work. Yeah, I think we're okay right now. <laughs> a little trouble there. Hey, listen, it's great to talk with you today. I have to tell you, I mean, another album, you know, six albums in eight years, that's a lot of music. I don't think people realize it. And it's another solid record of incredible material. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate your words. It's, uh, that's really, that's really, really, really awesome. So to, to, to hear it, uh, also from a native speaker like you, you know, that you understand the lyrics and stuff like this, this is really great to hear. It, it is. Is it, really, is it that difficult trying to convey your messages and what you want to come across in English? What, 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 do, you, what do you mean? When you're writing a song and you're writing music, is it more difficult trying to convert like what you want to write about into the English language? No, for me, for me, it's uh, for me, it's actually, um, you know, for me, it's actually not not a, a bad thing to 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 write in uh, to uh, write songs in English, right, or something like this. Of course, um, I have to double check. You know, I have, um, I'm I'm writing and writing and writing, and of course. And then you go over it and uh, you try to 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 make it uh, more round and the phrasings right and stuff like this. But actually, uh, well, I, um, I I I think I'm not talking in a bad way English. So sometimes, of course, the grammatic is uh, is a little bit wrong, but everybody gets me, and that's very. That, that, I think that's the most important thing. And uh, of course, on the on the lyrics. Um, uh, you know, I, I I double check everything, so everything should be fine. Actually, it, it's perfect. It's better than my English, and I'm born here. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Come ah, on. Uh, talking about the new record, I mean, lyrically, you have said that you know the album is a lot more personal to you on a lyrical level and what you wrote about compared to like the albums in the past. I mean, is it difficult opening up and letting people see like inside you and where your thought process comes from? Well, actually, the the, um, the point was, you know, um, I promised to myself, you know, when I started to work in the music industry uh, 23 years ago, you know, I promised by myself that I never will mix up my private life and uh, my 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 music industry or my career um, together with my private life. It was a absolutely no go, you know. But on this album, this will be the first and one time I do it. And um, I never will do it again. You know? But it was very necessary because otherwise I get destroyed, right? Because so much, so much things and so much shit was happening in my life, in the band's life, and stuff like this. That uh, I said, okay, um, I have to do the step now. Yeah, well, it came out great, and it is personal, and it does mean a lot to people, especially yourself. And I'm thinking the album was actually being worked on when when Urban was still in the band, the part of the band. Now Nicola is the new lead singer. Great job, incredible vocalist in his own right. Did you feel like the album had to change in any way from what you were writing when Urban was a part of it to Nicola being in it, or did you kind of give him you know, the freedom to make it his own record in a way? Well, uh, the, you know, you know, I think uh, there we need uh, to tell you the, the, the complete story, but maybe we do it in the next step in this interview. But of um, course, when, when we say lyric-wise and uh, and wise, um, you know, change a little bit. You now, uh, Urban was a little bit. Um, he has the 
he has the calm stuff in the in the in the in the voice, right? And uh, we were uh, we were, we were drifting from uh, from record to record more into the the prog rocky uh, scene, right? So um, uh, actually, you know, on um, meets uh, like this that I say that that, that I. I think we we found the way back somehow to the to the starting point we had right with daylight breaks former times you know and of course uh, Urban was a is a outstanding great singer you know there is no doubt about it right um, but um, of course uh, Nicola um, is fresh he is uh, he is more aggressive in the in the in the vocals you know what I mean. And it's a complete other style, you know what I mean? Um, uh, Urban was in writing more like a, like a poet. You know what a poet is? Yes. Uh, you know, a, a, a poet and uh, Nicola is the rocking guy. You know, this is the, this is the, this is the difference between them, right? Um, uh, they are both outstanding, great singers, and uh, it's, uh, it makes uh, fun uh, to work with Nicola. This is uh, anyway, you know. Yeah. Do, do you? I mean, Nickel would be like the third singer that the band has had. You know, going back from Jan to Urban. Now it's his turn to take over. Do you worry about people accepting a new lead singer? You know, within each album. Well, actually, actually, Jan never, never sang an album. You know, Urban was on the on the, Urban was on the on the, on the first uh, five CDs, right? And uh, Jan was just taking care about uh, about one or two songs you know and uh, here we start the story um, you know what 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 happened here you know um the point is you know um, uh, to work with urban in the from album to album right it, or from album to album right it was it was more difficult you know he um uh, was taking care about everything and if you say said something oh um i probably we have to shorten up this intro for example then uh, urban just said okay then write an uh, then write a new song but i don't sing it then you know so you have to search a new singer or whatever and uh, this was his fuck off attitude what uh, was going from album to, to album more in this direction you know um <clears throat> also it was the, um, the point on the last tour for example or on the last production with um, c226 i want to shorten up the the intro of castiel of this song right and he uh, crystal clear he said okay you have to search an, uh, another song or you have to write another song and then i don't uh, i can't promise if i can uh, if i do uh, if i do the singing on it right so um <laughs> but the funny thing was um he deli he delivered already six weeks too late after deadline right so this is uh, so what what chance you have right and um then on the on the on the past tour you know or on the last tour with hammerfall and battle beast you know he was not showing up to the sound check and um when he left actually the band because he left the band not we said you, you have to go um uh, so he left the band uh, you know um uh, things were coming up uh, where what was really uh yeah, strange you know um you know he told for example when he was not showing up to the soundcheck 
um, crew members were asking him why you are not coming to the sound check, right? And he told them directly, um, well, you know, um, Rami is too stupid to play his drums or Dominic can, can't hold his guitar and stuff like this, you know. And um, uh, this is uh, a bad attitude how you can't act, right? And um, yeah, it was it was strange also in the pre-production of this of this album now, Vengeance is Mine. You know, we were starting writing, and uh, Urban was not jumping in somehow, right? So um, uh, he just wrote something. You are going still fishing, and stuff like this, and then he disappeared again, right? And uh, suddenly we received uh, um, a message in an old chat where our crew members were inside as well. And um, in this uh, message on the Facebook Messenger, you know, he excuses himself about this bad behavior on the last years, about what he, he has done. It was not right. And we hope that we can forgive him. We can give, uh, forgive him in, uh, yeah, for the upcoming um, um, yeah, um, uh, working and stuff like this, and uh, we hope everybody's reading this, right? So we were actually a really bit, um, yeah, flashed, and said, "Wow, cool, cool!" But why he's he's uh, taking an old chat, right? This old chat was three years old, right? Yeah. So uh, we talked together, and we don't wanted to write him straight away, right? We were talking around uh, because it was a long message, you know, and we. We, we talked between the members, right? And, um, yeah, well, uh, three days later, four days later, or something like this, you know, at 10 o'clock uh, a.m., uh, suddenly the telephones uh, or the handys, the mobiles, were ringing all the time, right? This was crazy. Magazines were writing, radio stations were writing, our crew members writing, and they said, hey, fucking hell, everything is scheduled, right? Uh, the tour is scheduled, the release date is scheduled, um, uh, you are in pre-production, and now Urban is leaving the band, right? And we were really shocked, actually, you know, because there was no talk, there was no, there was no, no message or something like this. We called straight away the record company, if they they know something, right, and they don't know either something about, right? So we checked out uh, Irvin's post, and the crazy thing is, Irvin twisted around all the words he was excusing on in this chat. He turned around and twisted it around, um, that he is the uh, he is the victim, and uh, yeah, we uh, screwed up his songs and. Um, yeah, we fucked him up and stuff like this, you know, and this is actually not the truth. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if this, if all this didn't go down and Urban was still a part of the band, do you think you would have dismissed him on your own by now? Because how long can you go on, you know, dealing with that when you're trying to create music and be out on the road touring? Do you think you still would have been in the band today or you guys would have kicked him out? Mm. No, we don't kick him out. We were we were uh, we were flashed actually, right? We were shocked, you yeah. know, because we were in the pre-production. You know, we 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 had to do a new record, right? And uh, well, he said straight away, he said, okay, um, this is uh, he's out of the band, and of course the complete media and stuff like this take this, right? Of course, it's it's like you you throw a piece of meat in 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 front of a dog, right? Yeah, of a hunt. So and of course we were we were shocked and we said okay how we 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 can find now a new singer you know because if you have to find a new singer 
um, then it has not only to fit in the in the in the vocal way, it has also to fit in the human art, right? In the in in the friendship, how how you are acting together and stuff like this, right? Yeah, well, but um, after the after he he did this post, um, suddenly crew members were coming up or um, when you when you owners where he was talking be behind our backs, you know that we are stupid and he's the one and only and stuff like this, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he was lying and cheating us, and this is uh, absolutely no go, right? And that was the reason why we said, okay, we have to search a new singer. How did you come across Nicola? Did you know about him, you know, before you uh, he joined the band? Well, actually, this was this was really, 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 really a crazy story, you know, because um, on the first talk right away, you know, it was absolutely uh, crystal clear after this was happening, and uh, you know, even when you can't trust any uh, someone anymore, right? And it costs you a lot of money, actually, right? Um, uh, that that you there is a border crossed and there is no way back, right? And so uh, of course we thought, okay, how we can find now a new, a new singer? And uh, suddenly we received emails from singers all around the world that they said, okay, can we do a demo and stuff like this? And some of them we choose, and um, the the song "Rock with Us Tonight," you know, it, it was already written. And um, well, uh, we sent some uh, some. Um, uh, yeah, like to, to do an audition somehow, right? We sent them out, but there was, um, you know, when we received the mail back, you know, it was professional, but the the, the electric signal out of brrrr, and you say, wow, that is right. And um, as we talked again with the, with the, with the record company, and, um, we uh, it said, hey, it's going to stop somehow, right? And, uh, well, probably Nicola would be a, uh, a good solution or something like this. So I get this contact. This was actually strange. Um, so uh, I was writing Nicola, right? And he said, yes, send me over the stuff. I really want to do it and stuff like this. And then there was uh, three weeks silence, right? Complete silence. So uh, actually, we were writing because we can't stop. You know, we were writing the the music and we were writing the lyrics and stuff like this. And suddenly, at two o'clock in the night, at two o'clock a.m., right? Suddenly, my Facebook messenger was ringing. Ding! And I opened the message from Nicola, and he said, "Ah, oh, fucking hell! I had no time. You know, I just first one bridge and one cross, right? And uh, I hope I." And I pressed on four minutes after 2 a.m. in the morning. I pressed play and I was flashed. And then I, he can get my revenge actually because at 2.15 I called him at night. And we were talking till four o'clock in the morning and we were discussing things and stuff like this. And uh, yeah, well, so it was running really fast. And it's working. It's and it's working in a in a in, uh, not only only in the in the vocals, you know, in the voice. It's not only working in the human kind. He's a he's a very great guy. Uh, Nicola is a very great guy. He has uh, he has the same sickness in the brain like us. And uh, <laughs> so 
we 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 love each other and uh, this production you know what we did here with the private way you know also and because the funny thing is actually nicola has absolutely nothing to do with the vengeance is mine right nothing he has nothing to do with the revenge or something like this, but he is standing in the in in the vocal cabin, right? And he's singing, "The vengeance is mine, yeah." And he's living this, right? And this is the crazy thing and the funny thing, you know. We were laughing because um, he's standing there as he's part of it, right? And 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 this is what makes the magic on the on 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 this album. Yeah, and you can hear it. It sounds like the band's been revitalized. I mean, you really only think about it, an international band, your members come from all over the place. I mean, is there any challenges involved with that when it comes to being like, you know, a band that records and rehearses and practices together? Well, um, actually, you know, we are full pro musicians, right? So this is not this is not that we are, you know, and also it's very good, you know, because, um, you know, when you have actually a band, you know, um, uh, where where you meet up every week for one rehearsal or something like this, you know. Um, uh, on one day you get tired of it, you know. Oh, I have to go in the rehearsal and uh, blah 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 blah. So this is the difference here on Sirius Black. We are coming from other countries, right? We don't meet each other, um, yeah, each week or each month or something like this. So, we are talking and uh, by, by 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 phone or whatever you know by WhatsApp and, and and whatever. But the crazy and and good thing is when we are coming together, you know, to work on an album or to work uh, on shows or rehearsing or something like this, you know, you see the fire in the eyes. You know, this yeah. is the, everybody. Everybody is 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 complete moving into the thematic. You know, yeah, I want to play with this guy. You know what I mean? So um, and and that's what, what what what's the spirit of the band? I mean, I I can't wait for you guys. I know you have a couple of shows actually lined up this year. Are you planning on more? Or, I know it's a real difficult time for bands to get out there and play live. There's still a lot of lockdowns going on in different countries and different parts of the world. Uh, are you going to try to put more shows together this year if it's possible? Or are you going to just take it as it comes and see how things pan out? Well, we we have in uh, four weeks the first concerts in Spain. And one, uh, two concerts in Spain and one festival. You know, we will play them. And uh, so these are the first shows after two years. And uh, of course, in the fall of the year, we will do our European tour. And I hope it's working out. And then 2023, um, we are planning already South America and stuff like this. And I, I check out if we can play in Atlanta on the Proc Power Festival as well. And of course, um, if this is happening, you know, we are we are trying to do also some shows on the East Coast and on the West Coast, you know, um, and uh, well, this would be the first time to play a tour in America somehow, uh, somehow, right? And we are working really, really, really hard on it because, uh, yeah, we, we, it, it, I think this, this, this album is the chance, you know, because it's a uh, for me, it's uh, a fantastic album, but o not only because it's a private one. Um, I think it's 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 really a strong album, right? 
It is. It's very strong. And Mary, I'm not going to keep you. I'm going to let you go. I mean, what a great job you did on Vengeance is Mine. I can't wait for everybody to hear this record. People have heard songs here and there, but the full record comes out February 25th in AFM. You guys did a great job, and I hope you can make it here to the U.S. I would love to see you guys here on the East Coast if you do it. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I, I, I hope so. And uh, so you want to quit now the interview? Yeah, we're going to end it now because we got a little late start today, and I have another one right after this I have to get to. Yeah, yeah, okay. So the, don't, don't worry about it. So um, I, I actually, I wanted to tell you something additional on the Vengeance is Mine. Yes. But, uh, um, if you want, quickly. Yes. So, um, you know, um, the, the second reason for the, for the Vengeance is Mine is following, you know. Um, before this with Urban happens, you know, um, when you love a person, you know, four years ago, you know, when you love a, a person, you gave her a new life because you're bringing her out of the of the drugs, you know, and uh, you 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 spend every minute, every second in this uh, in this person, you know. You financed her, you gave her love, um, you built her a hairdresser studio, and uh, and uh, to give her a new life, you know. And um, well, everything was running in a very good way, and here it's probably very good if you was uh, listening to the Out of the Ashes book because and the album of our life because this is really my story, you know. Then uh, it's very bad when you do everything for a person, and um, you don't deserve it when uh, this person is lying laying uh, one uh, day before she was going on your chest, and you say as she said. Um, you are the best what happened to me in my life. You know, I never want to leave you again. And 12 hours later, she's leaving with the words, I don't care what you have done for me and uh, I have not done for you. And when, you, when I say today, um, you are fucking bastard or uh, asshole, you have to live with this, uh, then it's a very, very tragic story, you know. But sorry that we don't have this much time um, because this is really, really, really actually a, a story um the whole story what is uh what you can sell to a soap series right because yeah. uh, they give you millions of and those are two of the best songs on the record too and i guess it's because they're so personal to you and the album of our life is one of the most solid songs i've heard in a long time yeah but uh, this is this is really on, on on me it's like this you know that i i this what happens here is actually what is uh, really happening to me, you know, and the Out of the Ashes and the album of our life, right? And um, this is uh, also when you, when you hear the Queen of Lies, you know, it has also to do with my story. And um, yeah, if you listen to this, then you can uh, uh, finalize your review in a perfect way you now because uh, there is everything written in it. It's just a small part, but it was really, really hard to me, you know, when, when, uh, when, May, other men were calling during the night and she, they were flirting with her and uh, laying up beside her and I, and I said, fucking hell, they are calling you to fuck with you, right? And uh, you are saying you are not in the mood for it and probably you should tell them you have a boyfriend and I get for this two hours fight, you know, because they uh, have no interest in it if she has a boyfriend or something like this. It was also forbidden to give her in the public the hand, you know, because somebody could 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 see that she has a boyfriend. 
And I asked her after this, I said, hey, I do everything for you. I give you your new life. I, I make everything for you. I pay your flights, holidays, stuff like this. I'm standing behind you. I give you everything, you know. And uh, I said, why you are ashamed with me? You know, is it because I'm not 190 tall? I have, don't have a six pack. I'm tattooed. I'm a rock musician with long hairs, right? And uh, complete the other uh, opposite of what you had before. And she just said, she looked in my eyes and she said, well, probably a little bit of everything. Wow. Yeah, that, yeah, that hurts. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and this hurts and this was my story and that's the point. Yeah, that's really tough. I mean, it, it's hard to say, you know, we got such great music out of such a bad situation and such heartbreak and heartache, you know, but maybe, you know, it, it comes full circle now and now it's your turn, you know? Of course, of course. And if you, you know, I need it, I need to write the music, the lyrics and stuff like this. I need it like a, uh, like a medicine, you know what I mean? This yeah. was, this was really, this was re really cruel to me and stuff like this. And you, you know, you know, the movie Forrest Gump, right? Yes. And Forrest Gump was running, 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 running all the time. Right. And on me, it was like this, that I was writing, writing, writing. I, I, I don't slept more than four hours a day you know my 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 eyes were were black really and and i lo looked really bad but um yeah well i'm not the you know and and this is also very important if you see the uh, for your for your review because i nearly told it to never everybody because you were sympathetic i told i tell you this quickly um when you see the magic you know the magic album it was urban in the in on the cover right as magician if you yeah. see the if you see the sweet 226 it was rami on the cover as in the lunatic guy right and on the vengeance is mine it's on the cover me and it's my zodiac sign the lion you know and the ah. lion is and the lion is crashing out and if you see uh, if you take a look exactly on the cover then you see under the feet of the lion there is a diadem a crown of the princess and I yes. destroyed and, and I destroy this uh, and, and press this diadem into the lava, you know, into the fire. And this is I push you down because you uh, and I'm breaking out of everything, right? And that's the story of the covers. That that is a great story. I mean, people would never know that just by looking at it unless they hear you talking to other people and telling the story. You see, and um, also I want to give you one piece. Of, of uh, a quick piece of uh, of a native speaker now when you're listening to the to the to the um to the, to the song soldiers of eternal life right then there is a story actually of a sniper shoot right of a sniper shoot you know who is laying in the sand uh, and he has in the crosshair a small lonely child right and he, uh, he he's uh, pulling the trigger, and for this he gets the merit of honor, you know, and uh, for this dirty deed, right? Yeah. So you you see, this song has actually, when you see, when you listen to it, nothing to do with my story, right? Nothing. But one letter, one letter. This is the sense, the S on sense, because the sand is actually the the, the desert. But the sands are the beaches, right? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. 
Yeah, um, the, the the sands are the beaches, and this was the po the point. My my on on me, it has it has a other uh, when you twist it. In my situation, it is another story. You know, my my daughter was breaking her arms, and uh, it was not sure if she needs a complicated uh, operation on it. And I said, no, I stay at home from holiday, right? And for this, I get also a fight a long time. And one year, uh, because I wanted to be on the side of my daughter when she needs an operation or something like this, right? One year after I was uh, laying on the beach in the sands in Italy, right? And I get the same story of her again and again. And I get blamed for it. What I'm a stupid guy and stuff like this that I don't, uh, she missed two uh, weeks of holidays of her life because I have to stay at home and she don't want to stand behind a, a, a daughter or a, a small child and stuff like this. So she was putting, this is actually the view what uh, from her side, right? That she was putting the, the cross here on the lonely child, you know? And for this dirty deed, what she did, that she was blaming me with, without any knowledge about to be a part of a parent or a father or a daughter or something like this. Um, she gets from her own family um, applause, applause and, uh, and, and uh, the, best, the best thing, um, yeah, you have to do it and that was right and blah, 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 and blah, 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 you know? And for this, I wrote, the song for me it has another meaning that's 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 incredible there are so many stories behind these songs it's just amazing thanks a lot but probably you have enough to write uh now and i think uh, you know I, I i i would love to to talk with you as native speaker uh, two hours more because on each fucking song you know uh, are details behind where you say oh fucking hell but when you're listening to the or reading the lyrics right then you will find it out by yourself and you see i'm not a native speaker but the one letter in one letter the s on the sense it shows that something is between the lines written right and yeah. this is this is the finesse i built in this album you did a great job mario and we will talk again soon and we'll we'll get into more detail about everything how does that sound that sounds very nice. Just talk with Dustin and uh, say you want an extension of the interview and probably we can do two parts. You got it, my friend. You have a great night over there and the best of luck with the band and it's amazing the record you put out. Thanks, thanks a lot. So send me your link and uh, send me when you're playing it in the radio or something like this. So I will post it. Give me a little bit of time in the front that I can put you in the gap with the postings. But I appreciate it a lot, and it was very, very, very great for these great questions. It was another questions, but what we still had already. So I'm um, thanks a lot for your time for the questions, and uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Hear you soon again, and uh, take care. Thank you, Mary. I'll talk to you real soon. I'll send you those links. Take care, my friend. Bye bye. Yeah, bye bye.
brand new series black out of the ashes. I felt like an episode out of the Dr. Phil show. <laughs> he went on about his girlfriend, but it was, you know, he was going through a lot, I guess. I don't I really don't know what to say on that one. <laughs> I still kind of quiet. All right. Thank you, Mario, for being a part of the show. Next week, Rob Dukes from Generation Kill, the former Exodus singer. We were supposed to have on Logan Maida uh, from Once Human, but I... Uh, the interview kind of bombed out, so we'll have Rob Dukes on next week. That is actually the last uh, show for uh, February, man. I know we, we started at the beginning of the month and went by really quick, but we got a, a lot of great guests lined up for March. Brian from Frightmare will be on the show. Kevin Wynn from Tyson Dog. Chris from Trauma. I think we have one or two other interviews lined up, and I'll get you info on those as we get a little closer to May. All right, let me see. What else is going to... Hey, Gary uh, Gary Markovic from Blood uh, Feast, the original singer, is back in the band. That should be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing what they come up with. You know, the last couple albums were good, uh, but I really would like to see what they do with Gary now. That would be pretty cool to have him back in the group. So I'm looking forward to that very much, I have to say. You know, there's not much going on in the metal news. Bands are just starting to go out and play again. And if you go to Blab them out, it's nothing like, you know, drum camp footage of some band playing live somewhere or... Uh, some other shitty music group that we don't really care about, but not much happening in the world of metal right now, but hopefully things will start picking up this year. I'm hoping that does happen. All right, last week we were talking about Tony Martin. How about we get something off from his brand new solo record? This is Book of Shadows.
Christ, Silver Mountain giving us Vikings over there. That band came out around 78, 1979 out of Sweden. There were a lot of Johansons and Hansons in the band. <laughs> I guess like that's like Miller and Johnson over here in America, you know, a very common name. Uh, but they were pretty good. I mean, there was a lot of talk that Yngwie Malmsteen was in this band in the beginning, like in the demo era, but I don't believe that that was true. I don't think it had anything to do with this band at all. Uh, they were around from, like I said, 70, maybe 8, 9, to about the early 90s, and they broke up. And then they reunited in 2001. And since that time, they re-released this first record. They put out Breaking Chains, uh, which was another re-release technically, and Before the Storm in 2015. And that's the last I've heard of the band, though, what's going on with them. They were pretty unique. They were a pretty decent band. Like the guys in the chat said, a little bit more rock than metal, but uh, not, not bad at all. Alright, we're going to wrap things up here tonight with one more tune. Don't forget, next Sunday night, Rob Dukes from Generation Kill will be our guest. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was on Facebook. I have I really don't go on there that often anymore. And somebody posted that there was a, a Paul Bailoff action figure from that toy company, Super 7. Now, I know that they put out a lot of, like, uh, metal and rock, like, little figures, like those little 3-inch, like, old Star Wars figures. And uh, they have, like, you know, the mascots for, like, Slayer and Venom and Anthrax. And they have a Rob Halford one and a few other ones. And I, But I thought somebody made up the Bailoff one. Because it's like, you know, Paul Bailoff, that's kind of like, you know... you know, If you're an old-school metalhead, everybody knows who Paul Bailoff is. But I'm like, it's kind of obscure for a toy company. But damn, they really did put it out. I picked one up last week for, like, 17 bucks from the, from the company's website. And they also have a Cliff Burton one that came out, I think, about a week ago. I just ordered that myself. So if you're interested in the collectibles and you like those little action figures, go to Super 7. I mean, order everything at one time if you can. You'll save on the shipping. Uh, but it actually looks pretty good. I have to be honest with you. For a little tiny 3-inch figure, not bad at all. All right, let's end it here tonight. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I do appreciate it. I will see you guys next Sunday night. Thanks for tuning in, like always. I do appreciate it. Hopefully, each week, there'll be less and less hiccups as I figure out how to use the switchboard more and more, and we'll attempt some live interviews probably sometime in March. But right now, out of Connecticut, Sacred Oath, message to the children. Take care, everybody. Have a great week.
seven iconic housewives from four different cities. Look at this water. We're going to give them something to talk about. Vacation at Turks and Caicos. It's a party now. The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. All episodes streaming now, only on Peacock. This is not an offering to sell a franchise. Franchise offerings are made through the franchise disclosure document. Ask for details. Ready to own the number one staffing franchise that averages $5.4 million in revenue? Ranked as the number one staffing franchise by Entrepreneur Magazine for 11 straight years. Express is a proven franchise concept with four decades of industry experience. With immediate market availability near you, the time to invest in an Express franchise is now. To learn more, visit ExpressFranchising.com. That's ExpressFranchising.com. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.